Hello, Body Slam podcast viewers. And you are tuning in to another edition of Thursday Night Slam. And I'm one of your analysts, Chio Frost. And uh, we're here in Casa del Chio in the, the home man cave. And uh, I feel a little lost. I am definitely missing somebody by my side. And I believe we all knew, know who that is. He's my amigo, my compadre. He is, how did I describe him the last time? He's the bearded angel. He's a stud muffin. Yes, he is. He is Mr. Dennis Reaper. I hate you. I hate you. Of course you. you do. I know you do. Like, it, even, it the stuff, even my fans behind me hate you right now. I, a bearded angel. You... I, I'm going to have to hashtag that and make it a t-shirt now just for just for this element. You, you know, you don't have to go out. Your daughter is going to have to get you a Christmas gift, uh, little angel wings, so you can run, run around with them. And you know what? And I would wear them because she gave them, bought them for me. So <laughs> I did happen to uh, catch the mask that she got you. Yeah, she look. made that. She didn't. She made that. That was absolutely gorgeous like you saw my post i had a bad day yes uh, yes work, we all do well work knows why i had a bad day but it was like i got there she didn't care that i was half hour late and she goes daddy i have a gift for you and i was just like it's all wrapped up i can't see it yet i gotta wait till i'm at my dad's house and then i opened it and i was just like yeah <laughs> really like the littlest things it's all like literally when i say that is that is without a doubt my godsend. But like that's the gift from above that makes me happy. That is one hundred percent the greatest gift I've ever I've ever been given. Now I, I I was told this when we have little kids, especially girls, when they're little, they dance on our feet. Yeah. But when they get older and become teenagers and they become rebellious, they dance on our heart. But we still love them no matter what. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. All right, well, you know what time it is. Without any further ado, let's get into our uh, cheap plugs, which is everyone at Devereaux Sports. That's right, our Devereaux Sports team. You don't want to uh, miss any of their shows. You can check them out on Facebook, YouTube, and whatever other platform that's out there. You just got to Google them and run down the list. We got the Sullivan Squad, the old school show, the Combat Misfits, us here at Thursday Night Slams, the Scrapper Boys, who are currently on hiatus, the Gobbler Inc., Breakfast and Body Slams, which is us again, but on a Sunday morning. And let's not forget about our pop-up pipe bomb, pipe bombs, which is impromptu. It could happen anytime, anywhere, with anybody. That's right. This Sunday while I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, yes. Uh, that's going to be a part of a, uh, our Breakfast and Body Slam show. While you're out there at the um, Survivor Series, we're going to be yes. doing that, uh, a Survivor Series prediction and a bunch of other news notes and whispers type of stuff. Uh, and let's give a shout out to all of our podcast affiliates out there. The guys at the Tornado Tag Podcast, the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, Backstabbers Pro Wrestling, as well as all the way from Puerto Rico, Conversacion del Lucha Libre. And one more has just joined us as a affiliate, which I was, uh, me and him had a good conversation over the weekend about trying to, for us here at Body Slams, to collaborate with him one time or, or as many times as we feel like it. 
and that is Bob Culture Podcast. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So definitely, we're gonna link up with him. I would like to link up with all of our podcast affiliates to one whole show via internet, so we all can chime in all at the same time and represent each other. Uh, just the way we know how to do. We have to take care of each other in the podcast world. So, without any further ado, I'm not going to waste any more time. Our guest tonight, Dennis, who is our guest? Give it to the people out there. I got to give it to the people? All right. None other than independent wrestling, female wrestling star, not only just in OVW, not even just in MCW, but all over the country, we have Amber Rodriguez. Hi. <laughs> Thanks so much oh. for having me. No, thank you for, for, you know, putting time aside and coming on the show. Um, I'm excited. Like, again, like I said before the show, I've known you for 14 years. So, like, it's <laughs> nice to see someone that I've known before wrestling and what you've done in wrestling to this day. It's exciting. It's enjoyable. I, I love it. So... Uh, thank you. Just a heads up. I want to say thank you for coming on the show. Dennis, she's a good f- friend of yours. You two have much to talk about. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump out of the picture here, head into the uh, into the uh, control room, and I'm going to monitor the chat room, and I'm going to get some stuff scrolling up here on the screen as soon as possible. So uh, I'm going to leave this up to the two of you to uh, steal the show. Rocket, just the way of of two professionals know how to do and this is all yours <laughs> all right you have fun in the back green room man all right um, um so again like i said um i've known you that damn it's really been that long that's yeah. insane 14 years you know swo was a day was was back then was that was awesome like the little garage and the trading center that was the school the shows for tapings and whatever but it was fun. It was it was fun because at that time, you know, you weren't you weren't wrestling yet, right? You know, um, I was a baby. You were a baby. You were such I was, a youngin. I was sixteen. My God, I've known. You. Wow, now I feel old. <laughs> now, now I feel old because I'm thirty five. <laughs> now I feel old. Like Lori makes fun of me now, as it is every time I post a photo of my daughter. She's like. Oh, hopefully she doesn't turn into you, Dennis. Like, thanks, Lori. <laughs> love you too. Like, and I know she means well. Like, I love. I I still talk to her. She's a sweetheart. Um, and I only see her every now and then when I ever go down to Baltimore. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about your wrestling career. Um, first and foremost. Um, usually we we kick off the show with the normally if she was here he'll ask. What what got you in the wrestling? I I stay away from that question. Right. I want to know what was the drawing point that made you think about becoming a professional wrestler? Trish Stratus versus Mickey James at WrestleMania. That like yeah. did it for me. And then they had broke so many like barriers, you know. And um it's it's honestly it's a toss up because I also want to say Trish versus Lita Unforgiven two thousand six. No, that was a great match. I think yeah. I, was, I think no, that was, I was already living in Florida at that time, so that was before that was after I moved to Florida because I I went to Unforgiven back in the day when the twenty four hour hardcore title was still around and it was in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. 
Um, and that was the last time I went to a pay-per-view in the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, those are those two matches. Honestly, like I remember those matches. Like yeah. those were groundbreaking matches for women in wrestling. Like yes, these were big marquee matches that people are like, ah, it's whatever. But then they went out and they delivered. Yeah. Like I believed every little ounce that these two ladies hated each other and were going to rip each other's hairs off, hair out, <laughs> and they gave everybody their money's worth just in one match. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it just drawing out that emotion. And then women didn't really get storylines at that point. It was like the bra and panties matches, yep. and, you know, the contests and stuff like that. They didn't really get feuds. So to see that was like, I have to be a part of this someday. No, I, I look, I fully agree with you on that one. Um, because from a wrestling standpoint, you know, everybody knows my favorite. The match that got me sold was when I went to WrestleMania 18 in Toronto. It was Rock versus Hogan. That yeah. was that was it for me. That was the holy hell. This is 80,000 people in the Tody, uh, the Sky Dome. And no one knows who to cheer for. Right. Like, that without a doubt was the greatest match. And then I saw Taker versus Triple H in Hell in a Cell with Michaels as a ref. Oh. Then it was like... Now I'm already in the wrestling business, but if this was like when I was like younger, this would get me. Yeah. Because like, well, of all the emotion good. there. It's still good to like be a fan. You yep. know what I mean? Like it's it's a good feeling. Like even seeing uh, Bianca, Billy Rich, Sasha Banks at WrestleMania, yep. I never thought I would see two black women main eventing WrestleMania. No, like, uh, look, I agree with amazing. you 100%. I'm with you. I agree with you 100%. Like, did I ever think we would see a female's main event in WrestleMania? No. Yeah. No one in did you ever think you were gonna get two you know black women to main event in WrestleMania? Not in a million years. Right. And we got two women that are beyond their they're they're beyond the years of wrestling, in my opinion. Like yeah. they are so beyond they can out wrestle people probably back in 20, 30 years ago. You know, yeah. they're that good. Their storytelling is that believable. And the background stories of them both. Yeah. They, to the point to where how they got there is even makes it even more special. Yeah. Like Belair's background story is probably the most captivating, in my opinion, because she wasn't an athlete like that. She was she did track and all and everything like and bodybuilding. And it's like, all right, and now you're what what? And that's the thing because typically women, you know, that you know, it's it's one thing for, you know, for the men to just kind of get picked up, you know, oh, I used to play football and now I'm a wrestler, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like for women, you know, it's, it's almost like sometimes they get like looked down upon when they, they didn't come up wrestling or if they didn't come from like the indies or anything like that, they just modeled or, you know, did fitness uh, or other fitness uh, aspects. And then now they're brought into wrestling. It's almost like, it's, it's like they're looked at differently. It's like they have more to prove. Yeah. And that's why I have so much respect for women like Bianca, um, you know, or, you know, just certain women that didn't necessarily grow up watching the product. But when they became a part of it, they showed it that respect and took the time to study and learn and, yes. you know, just perfect their craft. Like that part I can respect. Absolutely. Like speaking of, uh, so he's going through the chat real quick. 
So the first gentleman, Mikey Bernard, that is our other analyst that comes on Sundays on our show. Um, and then beneath him is his brother. Uh, that is the man that's behind the whole Denver Sports Podcast family. Um, there's seven of us. There's seven shows that we do. Oh, we're the only wrestling. We have a UFC show. Um, we have sports shows. All We have everything you can possibly think of for, for a podcast company. Um, but we call Mikey the better Bernard because he's way better than Pat. Pat, you're a joke. Um, <laughs> also, he also is a wrestler. Uh, Pat is, used to wrestle as Frankie Frizzo, and I've beaten him twice, and he's never won a title off of me. I've taken him from him. <laughs> um, bang, bang. Uh, but we got other people in here. We got Wrestling Realm says, what's up, yes. y'all? Um, we have Pat asks saying, Stephanie and Triple H, I believe, are pushing women workers. I believe 100%. It's, now, I don't think it's Triple H. I think it's Stephanie. Mm. And, and, and I say that because, yes, Triple H was a part of NXT and he did all this, Pat. But I think Stephanie has more of a understanding of what needs to be taken taken care of in the women wrestling. Um, and like you brought up, like it's harder for women that didn't have the sports half background. Look at the Bellas. Look at even Marie. You know, those girls didn't have any wrestling background. Right. And then that was during the Divas era yeah. also. So it's like, it's almost like they weren't even expected to during that time. 100%. Like, I, like was I a fan of Eva Marie? No, but she, 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 she worked me over to actually like her character. Like she made me actually hate her on TV. And, yeah. and it was like, okay, you're that good. You just came back and I already hate you. And you, all you did was walk out. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You, you know, she, she, she took it serious more, more serious this time than she did the first round. Yeah. You know, and I do think, you know, the total divas TV show made her way the, I think that show was just what ruined it for her. Okay, I so think... I'm gonna say that show was my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I love that show. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I didn't hate that show. I really didn't. Um, by the way, the the thing that's on the screen is my dad saying, "Have a great show." Thank you, Chio. <laughs> he was waiting for me to say it. Um, love you, Pop. But uh, but no, I liked the show. I never. I didn't hate it. I just think they they hurt her. I hurt. I think they hurt even Marie for that show. I get what you're saying, but I also feel like they kind of showed her in more of a personal light. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, also, I kind of, I gained a lot more respect for the Bellas, you know? Yes, um, that, for, I, did, I agree with I, I, yeah. I So the Bellas definitely made me gain a lot more respect for her, for them mm -hmm. on that show. Because you saw a little bit more into their family and, and their lifestyles and how different they are from each other. And you I know? didn't know they were executive producers. <laughs> so I was no like, one. man, like these these women are smart. Like, like you know, and, and and that just goes to show it's like they they're very smart. And then I appreciated how they kind of looked at life beyond the ring. Yep. You know, but while while still honoring their roots and coming, you know, from wrestling. And there were another set of women that didn't necessarily have a wrestling background, but they studied. I know they worked a lot with Natty. And yep. you can you can show especially uh so Nikki Bella was always my favorite Bella. But um you can see that, you know, like they they studied and they cared and you know, it showed in their wrestling and they really they cared about putting on 
good matches, you know, especially during that whole give divas a chance era, you know? Oh, I agree. Um, and there's not a lot of stuff I won't agree with when it comes to the wrestling world. Cause again, I do a lot of backstage and behind the scenes stuff now. So I'm getting to see and do things that I would have never thought I would have done 14 years ago. Yeah. Like do a podcast and start my own wrestling promotion and start a production company and, you know, have to produce matches for, for YouTube series. And I'm like, Oh, I'm well over my head, but I'm going to say this. I had, I had a a lady that one of the girls that was on our show literally helped produce the, the women's matches that we were trying to get done. And I was like, okay, I'm mind blown. I was mind blown by what the Bellas have done because they were marketing masterminds with their stuff. Yes. You know, they knew how to market what they had and how they needed to do it. And Vince didn't argue with it because yeah. it worked. It worked every, everything they did marketing wise worked every time. It never failed. You Especially know? with Brie because Brie was also, you know, I know Nikki became a mom later on, but Brie was a mom during all of that yeah. and now i know firsthand like it's it's a lot yeah oh so, man just hats off to them yeah um we did have a question mikey did ask um at what age did you discover wrestling i was five i believe <laughs> my first wrestling memory ever was um when chris jericho debuted and he interrupted the rocks promo on Monday Night Raw. Oh, such a good night. Yeah, that was that's like my first wrestling memory ever. <laughs> Man, now that's like taking me back. Is like that's when Raw was on two different channels. Mm. So you got to watch the first Forgot half on, that. on the free peep channel. And then you had to watch the second half on the premium channel. Yeah. Channel. Man. So I remember that because they put it on the free version. They didn't put it on the paid version. Yeah, and I got to watch it. Oh my god! (laughs) Wow, that's talking. Man, I was, I was in, maybe middle school. Man, I was less. No, middle school. I was living in Florida. Middle school. I just. I was no. It had to be before that. So it had to be like fourth or fifth grade. Man, so like, man, that's mad. Now that see the fact that that's when you you discovered wrestling. I'm like, yes, that's amazing. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, you know, I started watching wrestling because of a friend. Like, no, you, hey, I remember watching it on TV because of, you know, Chris Jericho interrupted The Rock. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, my cousin's a big watch, is a big Jericho fan. So he'd be ecstatic for the fact that there is a lady that started watching wrestling when Jericho turned up on WWE TV. Yeah. Like, he would be like, yes. Because <laughs> um, he's a big WWE fan, but he's also a huge AEW fan because he, it's the following. Everybody, everybody jumped ship as soon as that new company started. But I, I watch all of it. Yeah, uh, that's I, the thing with me. Like, I'm just I'm a wrestling fan. Like, I watch WWE, AEW, Impact. Like, you know, just just a fan of wrestling in general. You know, uh, did you get to see the interview Becky Lynch just did by any chance? Since we're bringing up that we wa- all watch wrestling, did you watch that one at all? I did not watch the interview yet. Yet. So I just watched a clip of it, and it, they asked if she, about AW. Yeah. She's like, I watch everything. Yeah. She goes, I watch everything. She goes because in wrestling, you want to know what somebody else is doing because it's gonna right. make you way better. And she even says Vince watches it. He likes competition. Yeah, you want to watch competition. She, you just put the you just put the big boss man on 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 the spot like. 
What? But I feel like we all knew that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's like McDonald's. I'm sure they've eaten at Burger King before. Oh, like, 100%. You know? Like, I 100% believe every time Vince hops on his private jet, he already has the laptop up and loaded. And he's watching every <laughs> other episode of, of AEW and Impact and everywhere. Because yeah. he needs to. Because if he doesn't, how's he going to stay with what... what Yes. Does it matter? Does Vince really care what anybody else is doing? No, because he's a multi-billionaire. You know what he's been doing has been working. It has been working is great in other people's eyes, but it's still working because he's still selling out venues. That's yeah. all that matters. Like, can his can his talent still sell out a venue? Absolutely. Check out Survivor Series. I bought. I got tickets for it because of the fact that I I'm like this whole Becky Lynn Charlotte thing has me sold. Yeah. I'm not sold for. I don't care about any other like. No other match has me sold but this match. And and Ric Flair is at fault for this, okay? He's he's at fault because of the whole Ric Flair on Twitter and Becky Lynch on Twitter with each other. I'm like, I don't know if it's a work or this me is a neither. shoot. Me neither. Like, I don't know. And I and I could I could catch it, but my God. Like, I don't know what to I, I don't. But again, that's how good Becky Lynch is and how good Charlotte is because and how of good all Flair that. is. Flair has always been good. People can hate him for, you know, whatever he's done in his life of being a, you know, sometimes he's a creep, sometimes he's a he's an a-hole, but it's Ric Flair, he's never going to change. It's like, my my whole take on that is, um, you know, just looking at his wrestling career and just that part of it alone, you know what I mean? Yep. So, you know, just looking at that for what it is, like, he's, he's, he's genius. Yo, he, he really is. Like, that's what I love about wrestling. Like, we're both, like, we both wrestle. And we're both, like, I don't know if it's a work or a shoot. Right. And then like, that's when I'm the most invested. Yes. Like, I can tell when it's a work. Yeah. Like, like I, I can tell when it's a work. But I can't tell this because it's on Twitter. You yeah. never know. Like, I have people that are, you know, I'm trying to get someone to take over my Twitter because I need to be on it more. But I work. You know, I just clocked out of my shoot job at 93 hours within two weeks. And I'm like, I still have to work tomorrow, you know, and then Saturday I have to get ready, pack up my audio equipment. And then we're going to go to Brooklyn tomorrow, Saturday night, sleep at a hotel. And I'm going to podcast almost all day in Brooklyn with fans in line just to gain more people to watch this show. Yeah. Because the more people to watch it, the better it is for anybody that's been on the show. Yeah. But I love it. I love when I get worked. I just love it. It just makes yeah. me, it makes me a kid. Like, it's like I, when you watch a like when you watch a horror movie. You don't want to predict like the jump yes. scare. Like we all know when you watch a horror movie and you hear that certain music or tune, you're like, oh, something's about to happen, yo. Right. I'm gonna put my drink down. I ain't eating nothing. Right. You, you ain't getting me to spit on my floor. Not today, <laughs> devil. Mm-mm. And then you then it doesn't happen. So you're like, oh, they got me. You pick up the drink and it happens. Yeah. Like, really? Like, screw you. Uh, I, I'm mad. That popcorn was $13 in the movie theater, and now $3 of it's on the floor. <laughs> you know? Uh, what was what was your toughest part of training? This is from Chio, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the toughest part of training that pushed you to your limit? Hmm. So, there was never, like, a specific moment. I'm like, ugh, this is a lot. Like, Really, just any time, because um, I, I still train to this day, because you know, like, you, you never stop learning. You're always getting better. Um, 
whenever there's something new I want to work on, and you know when there's something new, you have to do it over and over and over and over, whether it's a spot or a move, and you're just doing yep. it just on repeat, and you're exhausted, but it's like, I need for this to to go well, because if it doesn't, I could hurt somebody or myself. Yep. So just anytime like a new thing I want to try arises, like I'm, I'm always pushed to my limit that, and also cardio because, um, I, uh, work with a lot of, a lot of rookies, a lot of people coming up who like maybe haven't graduated yet or haven't had a match yet or haven't had that many matches. And so I always believe in putting your money where your mouth is. It's easy for me to tell you, Hey, go do this drill. But if I run it with you, you know what I mean? It's showing like yeah. I like I can come Believe down to your level example. too and you know, I can work it too. Yeah. So just keeping that cardio intact and just learning new things learning new things, it's it's always pushing me. Yeah, like I haven't been training a lot lately. Uh, mm -hmm. because I'm dealing with more nagging injuries that are just cop starting to pop up and I'm like, that's why I'm doing podcasts and backstage yeah. stuff, because I'm like my body's starting to tell me, hey, it's, it's that time. And I'm like, no. To me, my, mentally and heart-wise, my heart and stuff is still there. Yeah. Body-wise, it's like, look, my knees are there. I went to uh, the chiropractor the other day, and it was amazing. <laughs> Let me just say, that was a gift from God. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> Listen, I'm still trying to get a hold of the guy that does all the athletes and WWE guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's, one, the price tag for him is outrageous. Yeah. But he's booked out till July. I can imagine. Like, that dude's, the videos that he posts of, like, when he did Russo, Rusev and Lana and everybody else, I'm just like, dude, that's a big chisel. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know about, like, I'm in. Like, hey, if it's going to make me feel better, I'm let's do this. But, no, chiropractor, I recommend chiropractors for anybody that's in wrestling. Yes. Um, like, I went for the first time, and I was like, why haven't I done this before? Like, <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, that's great. Um. For anybody that's watching, uh, that just tuned in, this is Amber Rodriguez. Um, she is one of the most upcoming independent female wrestlers in the market today. Uh, if there's a show you want her to be on, drop the comments in here. She can see it. She can do her due diligence and reach out to them or have them reach out to her. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I know her personally. I'm saying that because she is a phenomenal athlete. Um but back to the whole training situation, school stuff, where did you uh, actually train at? Because I know, I think I saw on your page you were at Gilbert's, right? At Gilbert's. That's where I started. And then uh, I don't know if you remember when they shut down. So then we had lateraled over to MCW when they opened up. Yep. Um, now, uh, kind of a hobo. I kind of just like <laughs> shuffle around. Uh, like I've, I've had the honor of training at reality of wrestling before, um, nice. I, you know, I've trained to elevate pro, um, you know, I'm about to drop in on some championship wrestling from Memphis training sessions. So just, you know, wherever I am at the time, I'll, I'll stick yeah. around and train at their school. Look, that's, that's honestly advice that I was given. Like if you yeah. have, if wherever you go train. Yes. You know, if there's a school in the area and that, you know, is a good, has a good rep, go for it. Um, yes. And that's and, good for, for students too, because it's like the, the school you train at, that's, you know, one source of information. Yep. Whereas you can go to another school that, you know, has the credentials, like, please just don't go to any school. <laughs> like, yeah. but, no, please don't. You know, the, the, you know, 
better schools like you, you can tell you know what i mean and you go there and then that's another source of information like for example like um you know rolling around at you know certain places showed me a lot more of like working tv style because i i learned that working tv and is so much different than you know your average indie show you know yeah. what i mean and that's that's uh you know not necessarily a bad thing it's just it's just another style of working yeah like i wish like when i when i was helping when i was working out at dio's dungeon well dungeon university now out of reading um and we were doing the tv tapings when the pandemic happened we were like we need to wrestle you know yeah. so we would just tape like me, my, since my, I was starting my own promotion, unfortunately, pandemic happened and kind of like kicked me in the rear. I'm like, well, I guess my show's not starting this year. Um, but we had outbreak there, and we were like, let's just do tapings. So like, we were we were filming it for like YouTube, and we had to keep telling guys, listen, we're filming this. This is TV tapings. This yeah. isn't like there's no fans, so you have to pretend you have to work like there's fans there. Yeah. No one teaches that, right? You know. Well, there are schools that do teach it, like the Monster Factory in, in Paulsboro, New Jersey. I know they teach TV. 100%. Shout out to Mrs. Simpson, by oh the way. Ju I, ju I just literally saw her, and it's I have a picture own. with her. I love her, because yeah. my match, I booked it wrong, and she let me know that, I, we, that that match was booked completely wrong, and I was like, that's my fault. I have my reasons why I booked it that way, and I explained it to her, but still, I'm like, hey, look. I'd rather you tell me what, what my mistakes were in my match than tell me, hey, thumbs up, great job. Right. But I, I love her for that. I love her for that. Yeah, she's um, real. But before this question, Pat, I mean, Shio, we have another one before that. Uh, yep, right there. It says, uh, this is from Pat. He goes, who was your toughest female you've been in the ring with so far? Uh, so I always say it's a toss-up between um, my best friend, Nyla Rose. <laughs> I love Nyla. And Mickey James. Ooh. Those are two tough girls. So it's it's a toss up between them. Um, Mickey, because of it's Mickey, it's Mickey. you know, like her, her <laughs> caliber. And then um, you know, she's she she'll really like she's taking you to school, man. Like I've I've learned so much and I've grown so much as a performer. I wouldn't be the performer that I am today if it weren't for the matches that I've had with her because I've been blessed to share the ring with her, like, you know, many times instead yeah. of just you know, your average one and done, I've gotten to pick her brain and like, okay, this went uh, kind of sideways in this match, work on this. And then the next match, I have that chance to work on it and show that I'm listening and I'm applying. And then there are things that she taught me that I still apply to this day and that I find myself teaching younger girls. Mm -hmm. um, and then with Nyla, I mean, man, she's, they don't call her the native beast for nothing. I mean, no. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I've so when she used to come up the trip of WA, she, I, and I love Nyla. Like, yeah. I, I literally, if I got paid this week, I was just at a Target and they had her figure. And I couldn't, I don't have the money to purchase it. I'm mad as hell about this oh. because I've known her for a long time. Like, that's something that I literally have conversations with and shared locker rooms with. And, I, and I've explained to my girlfriend, she is one of the most down the earth, nicest women you will ever meet that people are intimidated of. I'm glad like, she's still here because I've almost murdered her with my driving plenty of times. So I'm not listen. <laughs> you're from Maryland. You're from the both. I'm not surprised. Okay, <laughs> the driving. I'm from the Philly area, and I learned how to drive in Florida. Does that that doesn't help me in any way, shape, or form? My driving is scary. 
um because i don't know what the brake pedal is at all right um i know what a gas pedal is and you know hey when i see 65 i see 85 you know i'm just i'm at fault for that um and then the other question and she i hate you because that was actually a question i was going to ask her too uh that's why we both think alike chio so it says do you see yourself in japan mexico europe puerto rico in the near future Yes. So, um, the biggest thing that's kind of like held me back from that is, you know, I have been active duty, um, mm -hmm. for the past, like almost six years now. So I'm actually getting out soon. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to just being able to really like go full fledged and, you know, dive deep into, uh, touring other countries. So yes, that is something I'm, I'm very excited for. You know, and as you said, you are in the active duty, um, for all the listeners, would you be able to tell everybody what, you know, what you do, uh, in our U S military? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I'm in the coast guard. Um, I don't want to dive too deep into it, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, ugh, it's been a long ride because, you know, I left wrestling and then joined yeah. and then, you know, came back, uh, in 2019. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot balancing both, but, you know, I am getting out soon. And it's, it was a, it was a great chapter in my life. Um, but you know, and I was actually talking to a coworker of mine today, just about moving on and just chasing your dreams. Like, you know, it, it served, uh, its purpose in my life and it's a chapter in my book, but it's like, I don't want to be one of those people that just kind of like stuck to this job for like so long. And then they look back and they're like, man, I wish I could have done yeah. this you know i i don't want to wonder what if that's why i came back to wrestling to begin with after being away for so long because that what if drives me nuts but so. uh, when you were when you stepped away i was like damn she's not gonna wrestle no more and i understood why like first off i want to thank you you know for you know keeping us all safe and doing doing what you've done for the past couple years i do without a doubt wholeheartedly thank you for me and my family you. And then when I saw you come back and post that you're wrestling again, I thought it was like one time thing for the one show. It's like, ah, oh, is she back back? Or <laughs> and then you're like, now accepting bookings, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened, and yeah. I'm just like, like when I say I'm that down, I'm that devastated by this pandemic because I started my own wrestling promotion called Defcon Pro Wrestling, and I'm like, I want to most of the show, like half the half the show is female oriented and then the other half is male so i want to i'm going to be intervening like one match is going to be here one match is them i want to specialize in and then instead of just having two female matches i want women to actually have a platform where we know we have eight matches four of them are women four yeah of them are men you know that you know we have the intergender shows and that's great i love stan styles for that because i love intergender wrestling he, I love the fact that he had he he was like let's roll with this and it's rolling. He's he has a platform, he has a following for it. I love it for him. Um, but I want to do that with my. I don't want to do inner. I want to do intergender, but I also want women to actually have a platform to where it's like, hey, we have four. There's going to be four of our matches to where we actually have time to f perform. You right. know, which is what I love about Evo Ev Eight because. Oh, ran woman ran promotion, mm -hmm. you know, and I love about that. You know, Mission Pro is another great promotion out there. Like, and I, I saw you there were just going Saturday. there. Saturday. I was just I about to say there. about you being down there. So, like, 
which is probably people are like, hold on, Dennis knows other promotions out of state that are, are what? Yes, Dennis Dennis watches independent professional wrestling, guys. Um, who are you hungry to work on in the indie circuit? Trisha Dora. Ooh, that that I gotta see. Trish. I gotta see that match. I got. I don't know wherever you get wherever's gonna happen. I will bring my podcast in there, and we will watch this, and I will stream it. Yes. Um, because that would be that would be a dope match. That would yes. be a dope match. Please, do. um, it's gonna happen. We're speaking it into existence. <laughs> so, for the younger generation, for the for the young ladies that you know are thinking about getting into professional wrestling, okay. Now, when I say this, I mean it as a wrestling for males is easier to get into the business than it is for the females, and I hate that stigma. What advice could you give to the younger generation in the ladies' world uh, to where the what they should do on how to get there? Like, who, sh- where, what kind of road? What's the road they should go to, to make it happen? Um, keep your morals. You know, keep your morals. Keep your standards. Don't feel like you have to compromise yourself uh, to you know, get more opportunities. You know, I'll always say, you know, let, let your work speak for itself. And if it isn't in a, in a particular place, well, you weren't meant to be there, you know, and there are other promotions out there, you know? So, um, just stay true to yourself and, you know, don't let anyone try to convince you otherwise. Awesome. And then, you know, especially being a woman, it's like, you know, if I voice my opinion, then I'm hard to work with. But yep. in reality, it's like, would you want to work for someone like that anyway? You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, that is, uh, there was a promotion I worked for and the match the girls were, were discussing about they were having, uh, the promoter comes up. No, I don't like that. I think you need to do this and slap ass. And, and, and they looked at him like, what? And me in the locker room, like, we all kind of just stopped in conversation, like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> Did that really just happen? And the promoter's like, what? It's guys out there. They don't they just want to see it. I'm like, you know what, dude? I was like, this is my last show here. And that was it. Yeah. Never been back. And the promoters reached out to me a dozen times. His show don't even run anymore. And he's like, hey, I'm thinking about running a show. I was like, yeah, good for you. Like, you did that, and and it was the last show you ever ran because the entire locker room was like, we did our show, but at the end of it, the main event literally got on the microphone and goes, this promoter's a sexist pig. He told these women in the back that they should do this smack ass stuff just to just to, uh, get you males and interested. And the fans booed, literally got up and were like, out the door. Yeah. That was like, right. don't, don't do that to the boys because the boys will bury your company. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna protect the women in professional wrestling um, as much as we can. The one the guys that actually will protect the women in the wrestling. And that's the thing I was gonna say because with you, um, you've seen both sides of it. Like you've seen, you know, today a lot more of the guys are stepping up and being advocates and uh, vouching for women. But you've also seen, you know, like back in the day when like and by no means were you one of these people, and I've always loved you for that. But you've always seen, like, you know, the girl that speaks up and it's like, oh, she's a rat. And it's yeah. like, like, you know. Like, okay, yeah, she's a rat, but she outed you. That's why she's a rat. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> because cause you did something stupid and you got caught. That's right. what it was. 
I'm sorry you were a dumbass and didn't use your head. No, you, you, you know, you thought, hey, I can flirt with whoever and because uh, of who I am on the company. Like, it's not how that works, man. Exactly. You know, have class for yourself. Have class for promotion. Have respect for the women. And if you don't, then you're in the wrong goddamn game. Like, you really are because, like you said, like, I've always been this way. Like, I have, as much as I don't talk to my one sister, I still have two. I have three sisters. I'm the only boy out of this entire family. Whether I talk to them or not, like, if someone hurt one of my sisters, I'm going to go and hunt you down. You know, when I'm in the locker room, I look at every lady in there as my family. Like, I have a little girl. I don't want that my daughter to be disrespected. So why would I want the ladies in the locker room to be disrespected? So my job as a man is to make sure that these ladies are, one, they're taken care of, two, they're protective, and three, they feel comfortable being there. If they don't, we're done. Like, I don't need to be on that show. Um, Mikey asked, what was the worst experience you had as a wrestler? Oof. And we'll and we'll keep that as a in a match experience. Yes. Um. Hmm. I've been stiff before. <laughs> yeah, that's wrestling. Come on. But I feel like that was a bad experience for her. <laughs> I can only imagine the receipt she got. But like the whole thing, like I, I'm that type. I'm very chill. Like you know me. Like I, I hate drama. I hate yeah. like you know all that mess. Like I just. I do what I was paid to do. I get my little envelope and I go home. <laughs> like, so I hate drama. So that alone, like the fact that they, that even happened, it's like, okay, really? We're going to do this? All right. You know? And it's funny that Shio comment, commented after that. Have has any, have you ever had to get really serious with an opponent who took, who tried to take liberties with you? Yes. Tried being the operative word. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people try to take advantage of me in a ring because... I got, I have, I used to wrestle as a kid, like Matt wrestling through like youth, middle school, high school. You throw down, listen, I'm going to take you down for real. You know, we're, we're all cool. We're all store. We're all, you know, I call us glorified stunt men and women. It's what we are. Cause we can go into the movie scene and do a stunt. No issue. We'll really punch each other to where people are like, Oh, whoa, dude, listen, that's not how that's, well, that's how we do it in professional wrestling. We hit each other. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if so, I'm, I know I see our time. We're at forty-two minutes, um, and the next I have three questions that I know are going to be good questions. Mm-hmm. One question would be: If you had to pick any promotion in the entire country or the world that you would love to do a one-month tour with, who would it be? And I mean, why? of course, it'd be WWE because that's that's like the promised land. For like ninety percent of us, you know what I mean. So you gotta, you gotta say them. Okay. That hey, look, everybody has theirs. Mine with my like, for me, like, and I never got asked this question, so I'm answering my own question myself. Yeah. Would be New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. You know, because exactly. I was trained by workers that are stiff. Yeah. Like, and you know, we hit. So I kind of want to work with them because that's really, that's the world. That's the world that really can make and break you in this career. Mm. You can't get over with them. You have an issue. I feel like, you know, if you can't get over the WWE universe, you really have a problem too. (laughs) They're the easiest fans to win over. If you know how to work the fans. Yeah. You know? So, but no, I don't like that. Like, I like the fact that like your, your path is still, that's where your eyes are on the prize. Like that's the goal. That's the promised land. And I like that. Like I always tell everybody, I'm still, I've been game with 
if I ever got a contract offer for Impact. I wouldn't care. You know, I I just want to get an opportunity to work on TV. You I feel know? that. And, and Impact's given me one. Like, I I did Impact in Bethlehem, and I went there to be security, and they're like, hey, we want you to do this angle with uh with the EMT since you're the only one that actually knows what to do. Okay. <laughs> and it was with Jeff Hardy and Eric Young. Okay, cool. But I already knew them both, personally, yeah. from Impact Days in Orlando from doing Street Team. So it's like, okay, so I'm just kind of hanging out with my old friends. That works. Yeah. Um. So there was that. The next question would be, if you could take any five females in professional wrestling on the indies and make a faction, who would you take to hmm. be in your faction? Trisha Dora. The Woad. Rache Chanel. Queen Aminata. And, oof, this is the last one. This is the last one. Shalandra Royale. Okay. I'm sorry, Shalance. Let me put some respect on it, Shalance. <laughs> okay. I can dig that. And, and I know people are probably like, why'd you do the indies? Well, because this is where we all start, you mm -hmm. know? Some of us all start on the indies and make it bigger. But I'd rather ask, you know, because... Um, I, this show is about getting the other getting people that you know need, are trying to get their name out there a little bit more this is the platform to do it you know we don't need to ask hey what five WWE female wrestlers would you want to be a faction with you know or an impact or AEW like they're already there let's bring let's do a faction with people on the indies that yeah. really have that ability to go out there and can kill it and market themselves as a group and everybody's going to fall in love with and then that's also been a controversial thing within the indies. It's like, you know, the companies that bring in a bunch of names and it's like, what about your local people? You know, what yep. about your homegrown talent, you know? Yeah. What I mean? So that's always been a thing too, because like, yeah, names are great. Of course they're going to draw, but how are you using them? Are you using them to further advance your homegrown talent or are you just doing a money grab? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. A lot of shows are like that. Um, there is one show. I will recommend. I will say that if you reach out to them, they should book you. Uh, it's called Outbreak Wrestling out of Hamburg, PA. Okay. Uh, Ryan Vox. Uh, I know you probably know who that is. I do. Um, I would absolutely love to see you on one of his shows um, because he has some talented women on that product that y'all would kill. You would still show, in my opinion, uh, especially you versus a girl named Izzy McCoy. Okay. Um, which is one of the students from the dungeon where we all trained. Uh, but I think she's a phenomenal worker and I would love to see her get her a chance to work with you and go down down to Texas and work with Brittany and them. Cause I think she could definitely kill it with the, with you guys because you guys can help guide her in the right direction. Right. For women wrestling, like 100%. Yeah. And I, and I say that with all due respect, like, I'm not saying this again. Like, I, I, I hate when pe I had people message me the last time going, oh, you know the person. That's why you're talking them up. No, professionally wise. It's all professional. I think y'all are all the smartest people to be a part of in a company that can help the younger ladies progress into this business That's what it's and go all about. further. Because, like, back, you know, back in my day, brother. Like, <laughs> oof. But, um, you know, it'd always be, like, catty. Like, super, super catty. And it's like, 
girl, like if your spot is so fragile, was it ever your spot to begin yeah. with? You know what I mean? And like now, like at this point in my career, like I I love giving back. I I love, you know, working with newer girls and like, you know, passing down what was brought to me. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that is a true test of character. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to go, ugh, like I'm not, I'm not putting this new girl over. But it's like, why not? Weren't no, you there before? You know? I, I agree 100%. Um, that's how it is up here still in Pennsylvania. Not gonna say <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not because that would be me lying. Um, but there is people out there that still are like, oh, I have this spot because of who I am. Like, no, you, you don't want it that way. You want to have that spot because of how good you are. Yeah. And you're right, Brian. Characters do matter. They've always mattered. Like, like I'm still in, in transition and changing my character. Um, because 14 years ago, I had an idea to do my character and people told me not to do it. It was stupid. And I'm going to say it. Now the Viking Raiders are the most over Viking tag team. And I'm like, you mother effers. 14 <laughs> years ago, I wanted to do this. You just, oh, just got to do it. Like, when, like, you know, I just I decided, you know, I'm just going to be an esthetician in the ring as yeah. well because I already do it anyway. And that was what I was. That was my last my the yeah. main question I wanted you to discuss about how you came up with your new character and incorporating what you do for work into your character. Yeah. So uh, I was on the phone with a friend of mine on my way to training and I was talking about how I felt like I was just kind of starting to fade into the background or like fall into the mix. I'm like, man, it just came back and I feel like I'm starting to blend in and, you know, I'm just frustrated. Like I feel like I get passed up for bookings because so many other people are doing the the whole queen thing. And, you know, then you got Charlotte. So it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like you never want to do something that someone on TV is currently doing. You know what I mean? Because then it's, it's, you're always going to get compared. You know what I mean? And not only that, but just from a booking perspective, I'm not going to book you if I can point to seven other people doing the exact same thing that'll either come in for cheaper or live closer or just are more convenient in any way. So, and that's just a harsh reality of it. And, um, you know, so um, yeah, I'm on the phone with my friend talking about all this. And then I was also talking about, uh, because I'm an esthetician in real life. So I was also talking about a client. I'm like, I'm just going to pour hot wax on somebody. And I was like, wait, wait, that's, that's a thing. And I was like, wait, why don't I just be an esthetician? Like in the ring, like, you know what I mean? I can just kind of combine the two. It's like a mad scientist meets an evil cosmetic surgeon. Like I've always been a fan of the show, uh, nip tuck and botched. I watched that like every day you know what i mean and then you know i i uh i was actually in school at the time so it's like me doing my homework is also like character study (laughs) you know what i mean um and that's the thing about me now uh i feel like i perform with so much more confidence and i just love what i do and i love that the two things i love the most are kind of working together and i can confidently say you cannot point to anyone else and go oh well i can get her to do that too it's like well does she have eight certifications no so you know what i mean so like it's it's just something that i'm i'm so excited to to see flourish because i i, I have so much more layers in store for it yep no like that's what makes your character stand out from the rest like 
Like, now I can't do the Viking gimmick. Everybody keeps telling me I should just do it because I have the beard, I have the long hair. All I watch is Viking stuff. All I listen to is Viking music. But it's like, I'm like, but it's already on TV. It's already been done. I go, so now I'm like, now we'll be like, oh, you're copied. I'm like, no, technically, 14 years ago, I wanted to do this, but I was told it wouldn't work. Now look at it. It's working, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, like, I have another route that I'm going to go, but I don't know, because it's another another style of stuff that I'm into TVs, and I'm into, I'm into like, that histor- historical stuff, and, yeah. like, the show The 100, I was a big fan of that show, um, because I'm like, you know, that that kind of era, that, that's the kind of world we're going into soon. So me and Nyla, we, or mostly me, I'm always texting her <laughs> silly wrestling gimmicks that I think of. Uh, I think one was like, like kind of like a Jillian Hall type gimmick, but they were stand-up comic. And, um, you know, like we were just coming up with stuff like that. And I was like, oh, like a history teacher. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's just, it'll be like at rent, it'll be at like three in the morning. I'll wake up and like, hey. <laughs> now there is somebody that does that to me randomly. Um, no, it's not you, Chio. You do not do that to me, thankfully. But I do have somebody that reached out to me through wrestling all the time. Um, and he lives overseas. And it's the only time you can message me is always like two, three in the morning. And I always know it's him. I don't answer it because I'm sleeping because um, I have to be up at six. <laughs> so I'll respond while I'm working. Be like, dude, really? Again? And it's always like T-shirt ideas. Like, dude, the, the, the 20 that you sent me in the past two months are fine. Like, <laughs> that is, they're great. You don't need. Well, I was thinking about tweaking this. No, dude, stop tweaking it. You well, don't need any more. I see that. The uh, your merch link just got dropped. Yes. Um, by Brian. Brian, you were on top of this game, man. I'm just saying. That's my guy. Top of this. He's like he's like everything. He's like uh, you know, he helps me with my social media. He's sometimes my personal security. (laughs) Look, see, I'm trying to find someone for my social media accounts because I can't keep up with them all. Hit him up. Um, I'm like Brian. I'm going. I'm going to because I'm watching you in here, and I'm just like, damn. This dude is on top of this. He is on it. So I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to add you on the book, um, and we don't, we can talk business, um, yeah. Because I have a bunch of uh, endeavors coming up, and and business things, and I can always use people and have people help. Um, and yes, this is not a free gig. This would be a paid gig. Just so you know, um, I will say that because people keep posting. I, I'm looking for a graphic designer. No, you will not get paid. Like, no, sorry. Like my girl's a graphic designer. She helped design my wrestling promotion company logo mm-hmm. with a friend, and I paid her. My own girlfriend. Like, yeah. She's coming up with like your design. She's like, but I should do it for free. No, that's not how this works, babe. I pay you. It's a business. Like, you're, you, you asked, you actually work in retail, but I'm going to pay you for your hard ass work. Like, you design my gear and it, and it looks great. I'm going to aim you some bread. Yeah. Um, but, um, so you said you are wrestling. This upcoming weekend. Yes. Right. So give us a little rundown about what, what your mat, who you're facing and, and what your thoughts are about this match. So I'll be at mission pro in Conroe, Texas at Southern star brewery from C to shining C is the name of the show. Um, a show that they're putting on for the vets, um, in honor of veterans day. 
And so I'm wrestling key vibes, or rather, I am operating on key vibes. Um, so she's a newer girl. Um, so she's she's in she's in for some lessons. So that's the thing. She's gonna get some lessons. She's gonna get a body contouring session. I mean, I'm just doing way too many favors for this girl. <laughs> Man, she better like I would make sure she pays first. Mm-hmm. Um, for all this for all these things you're gonna do to her. Um, <laughs> paying first is great. Um, payment up front. I, I take I do that now for wrestling. I make people shows pay me in advance. Half of half an event, half before, and then the other half at the at the door. Um, because yeah. I'm tired of getting stiffed on paydays. Oof. Yeah, I mean, legit. Like, I had someone that wanted me to film their show, and I filmed their show because they were like, "Hey, we just need one camera." All right, cool. Well, I heard they didn't pay a certain wrestling per, a wrestler uh, named Gangrel, right? Um, I haven't handed over the footage until I hear from Gangrel himself saying he was paid. They ain't getting the footage. They ain't even getting their pictures. Mm. Like I love Gangrel. He was he was down the earth. He wrestled hurt. Okay, I'm just gonna say it that way. Yeah. He wrestled hurt and did did a, did an amazing job. So, I think that's Jamal. Hi, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> but not Amber. You know, again, we go way back. So it was it was fun having you. I'm definitely when I get you back on here again. But yeah. I want to get you on here and discuss more about your career. Because yeah. um, 45 minutes sometimes doesn't always do justice. I know. Because um, there's so many there's so many questions I want to ask. Like, I really do. Like, we could talk for two hours about your wrestling career. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll end it with the last question on my end. Because I know you have to pick up your little one. Mm-hmm. And I don't, wanna, I don't want you to be late for that. That's why I was in a bad mood today. I, oh. My job made me late to pick up my daughter, which I hate doing. Yeah. Um, but, and she is, is coming back in. Okay, Gio. <laughs> um, I see that you work with OVW. Yes. And that is a big independent promotion. Yes. In my eyes, that is as big as it gets on the independence because it's, the three letters is OVW. Yeah. Um, what's it like working for OVW and Al Snow? So much history there. Like, there's so much history there. Um, Maria Starr is amazing uh i'm sorry maria james is amazing um just an amazing person to work with um amazing maria (laughs) amazing person to work with um and just taught me a lot about um you know tv working tv and just you know she gave me a, a a couple of crash courses and you know she's very patient and she she cares about the girls she cares about the girls having good matches she cares about you know putting out um great content you know what i mean she cares about um you know just them getting that feedback and getting better and progressing and learning and um you know just just amazing <laughs> um it's funny because there's also uh maria star at championship wrestling from memphis i'm like oh so many marias <laughs> you're really there's a lot of marias in professional wrestling yes there's maria you know. Canellis also um yes. you know that she had roh you know before that that stuff happened you know so some marias <laughs> there is um and it makes me laugh whenever time i go to a show and i see a flyer there's a maria there's either there's a maria always on a flyer Jason, a Nick, 
want to say if I, I'm gonna have to write down the, the top ten names that I always see on flyers for workers. Yeah. Everybody stays on that status quo. It's like, give me something new, goddammit. Okay, guys. <laughs> I need something new here. I need something that's like catches my eye. I need <laughs> I just need that. Um but I know the one comment someone goes, Why don't you talk for two hours? Flex. I would love to talk with her for two hours. Um so that's my but, babysitter. <laughs> but she also, you know, being a parent, you know, we have responsibilities. She has to get her little one. Um, don't worry. I will make sure we can come out. We'll do another episode, whether it's on Breakfast and Body Slams or another podcast that we have coming up that I'll probably have Chio helping me with to do live streaming because it'll be my podcast, but it'll be like literally in person. So I'll literally travel for these um, and do it at people's shows and sit in the ring and really do like a sit down interview. Um, that'll be filmed so they won't be alive. Um, but I would definitely say we got to get you back on here, maybe get you on here and have Brittany on here as well. Yes. Um, Ooh, and have some fun that. with that one <laughs> because you know, Brittany, I've known, I've, I've had her, I've talked to her multiple times through the book, but again, Amber, it's a pleasure talking with you. It's been a while since we've yes. seen each other in person. Um, but it was nice to see you through this and have you on the show. And hear, you know, the story about how you got into wrestling and everything like that. Um, I don't know, Chio, anything from I, you? I just wanted to jump in here before she takes off and uh, and pick up the, the, the little one and say thank you so much for coming on. I enjoyed myself in uh, the green room listening and uh, dealing with uh, everyone in the chat room, it's uh, like uh, it's it, it, it's moments like these. Instead of me being on this side of the microphone and having the conversation back and forth, I have a chance to at least sit and listen. Because sometimes when uh, us as as uh, analysts, uh, we sometimes we get wrapped up in the conversation and we start going in the left field and taking away that time from our guests which then if there's more than one of us sometimes we had in the past there was two or three of us no. with our guests and when we're all talking it's just taken away from the guests so that's why i incorporated with me and dennis hey should be just one person one-on-one -on -one, do the talking and that's it yep um but before we cut the air just remember, anybody that's listening, you can you can check uh, Amber out up on Facebook and YouTube at Amber Rodriguez, Twitter and Instagram it's one Amber Rodriguez, or AshleyReneeBeauty.com, and she can help take care of you uh, with you know dumping wax and putting you in contortionist stuff, <laughs> uh, like she's gonna do to her opponent this upcoming weekend. I'm a professional. Um, so, but again. Amber, it was a pleasure talking with you. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank um, you. So thank you again for coming on. And guys, it was fun. We This is the shortest show we've ever done. I'm just yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. We kept to our times. Well, uh, Amazing. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, we still got to close the show out, though, Dennis. So, But uh, let's not hold Amber up any longer so she can get to her, her child. You know, they're, they're, they're calling for mommy. Calling for mommy. Yep. Where you at? Yes, well, thank you. Go, go thank pick you. up the youngster, Amber. We'll talk through Facebook um, later on this week. All right. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Well, that was a very interesting conversation. I'm glad. That's what we need. We need more females 
on the show that we can get to know. Yeah, um, dude, I've been you and me. You know, I've been I've been all about that for like since we started talking about doing these shows and the interviews. Like, and, we need to get. I, I think today was the the lights just kept going off in my head. Like, dude, I literally had questions after questions on my phone. But, but an hour isn't enough time. But, but it has. But you know Not what? But you know what? Flex said about going more than an hour, going more than uh whatever, two hours, whatever, oh, hour, hour and a half, two hours. You know what? Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have a treat for you. That man in the chat room, Mr. Flex Wheeler, who's chiming in, he will be on here in two weeks, December 2nd at 9.05 here on Thursday Night Slam. I cannot wait. Listen, we got some I history. Wait. I can't wait. Oh, uh, me, 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 and this guy, we go back, wait, way back. Whoa, 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 calm down, Jim. Calm we down. had some. No, actually, I don't, actually, I don't want you to pop an artery. Okay. Actually, we, we there. actually, Flex was like a uh, big brother to me. He took me underneath his wing. And uh, uh, and 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 he guided me. So uh, he said, "When who booked that?" It's. I'm pretty sure the guy in the red shirt. You know what it is? It, it could be old age. He. Might I just was just about to say it. that. It's, it's it's catching up to him. It's catching up to him. That's. No, I'm talking about you. It's no, I no. I think you're just booking things in your mind. It's all that cold weather up north that's affecting his brain. That's what's oh, that's going on. But uh, you know, I love this man right there. But yeah, we'll be here. Uh, he's in a different time zone, but yeah. uh, it's, it's definitely going to work out better for him because it's earlier. Um, it's going to be nine oh five in two weeks, December second, Thursday night slam. It's going to be episode twenty four. Can you imagine that episode twenty four? Twenty four episodes on Sundays or in all of our stuff. No, on Thursday night slam for 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 just our Thursday night shows, 24. episode twenty four and twenty five, December sixteenth will be our last one of That's season of season one, and then season two, <laughs> season two starts off uh, in January with Black G's. Listen, um. Yeah, I'm not gonna give away anybody any secrets or any hints of who the get one of the guests as of right now. Just waiting on a confirmation from a, a certain promotion that they can come on for a January or February date. Um, well, but, well, but it, well, well, yeah. we still gotta get that December 16th date. I know. I, I'm waiting on that response from a gentleman uh, down in GCW. Um, you know. That likes to cut people and smash people's heads open. Gotcha. Um, first name starts with an N. Last name starts with a G. Just mm. saying. Just waiting on him to confirm. Nick Goutman does not wrestle over there. He 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 he's the promoter of Invictus. You said NG, right? I, I did, but that's yeah. not him. <laughs> I know, not him. At all. I know. I just and have... uh, by the way, Flex did say it. Old age has definitely caught you, bro. Uh, it's only an hour difference where he's at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black uh, G, I'm excited. Dude, I'm excited about that episode. <laughs> I love G's. Like, that man. Like, just you guys itself. Like, I, all right, look. I'm going to say this. Chio, hear me out. We should definitely have the whole group of Black G's. 
Dynasty. Uh, well, with well, flex, with flex on the show. I I don't wait, but I I told you already. I got a uh, Darian Hardway for the first uh, show in February, right? Yes. So that means we would officially have all four members of the Dynasty on the show. And then we got to do one with all four men at one time at the at their building. Ooh, that'd be a that'd be saying. something. That would be well, an awesome well, well, you know what? I think I'm actually uh, I think I'm booked over there in February wow. as well. So who knows? We might have to do a broadcast from there with a, you know, we'll figure yeah. it out. But yeah, well, we'll, that's down the road. That's down the road. But yeah, so, all right, folks, listen. So definitely tune in Sunday, though. Sunday is going to be exciting. Are you doing a pop-up on Saturday? On Saturday, that is a possibility because, like I said, it happens anytime. It could happen anytime. I don't know. Well, we'll just randomly supply. supply, supply, I can't speak. I can't. English is not my forte. You will surprise everybody if you do. Yeah, if I do, it's going to be done via mobile on my yep. uh on my Cell mobile phone. device. So uh yeah, I'll, I'll be if anything, I'll walk around and I'll talk to who's all there. I get some of the talent to chime in. But you know, like I said, it is what it is. I'm there for the show. But then come this Sunday, we're going to do our Survivor Series predictions, and I'm going to be live from the venue. We're going to talk about. Also, whatever news is going on in the wrestling, which a big one just happened, just as we were on air, I noticed one popped up. There was a lot more releases. So you might want to look at that when you jump off. Yeah, there's a lot more releases. Am I going to be dumbfounded? Kind of, maybe. Am I I gonna, all right. Is there anything that's going to surprise me on this list? Probably a group that got released. They already got one member uh, a while ago, uh, just a little bit ago, and the rest of the group is, like, kicked to the curb now. And let's just say, uh, uh, yeah, oh, so you're seeing it now? Yeah. And you see a couple other names on there, too? All right. <laughs> Damn! That's yeah. cold. That's cold. That's cold. I'm just, that, that's cold. So, 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 but anyway, cool. but anyway, back to where we we're saying Sunday, we're doing Survivor Series predictions at 11 a.m. You're going to be in New York. I will be in. Listen, so here's my itinerary. I'm, we're leaving Saturday after she gets done work, going up to Brooklyn, New York, going to sleep, going to get up early, sightsee for a bit, head to the venue. I'm excited, by the way. I've been to WWE pay per view in years. Okay, since like WrestleMania, whatever it was in Miami, Rock versus, you know, <laughs> Triple H versus whatever. That's been a long time. I'm excited. I'm stoked. But I'm going to be live there. I'm trying but, to build but, my car. But let's, let's save the fans. excitement. Don't give it all away right now what you're doing. I'm excited. Okay. So, but we're going to have fans and I'm going to talk to them. Well, that, well that's good. Uh, so we're going to do the prediction. He's going to be live on location. He's going to be talking to fans at the same time. Then we're going to be talking about the news, what's going on in the world of wrestling. We're not going to be talking about what's going on in all the shows that's, you know, happened throughout the week. It's just the news part of it, yep. of, uh, the major stuff that's been popping up, uh, as well. Then me and Joey image will actually be given a, a recount of the night before because me and him will be at Evictus Pro Wrestling on Saturday, so we can give people a rundown of what went down there then. Did you see Recount? 
Yeah. Or, uh, you, mean uh, a, or, you mean a recap? No, I said we don't. Re- we don't recount. They only do that in elections. Ah, well. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. You said recount. It's recap. You're gonna recap the show for the night before. Well, that too. Whatever. It is what it is. I'm tired. It's late. <laughs> I'm so, it, it's dude. It's only ten o'clock. I'm old. This is early. We're usually still on for another forty goddamn look, minutes. Look. look. Uh, uh, like old age is catching up to me too. I'm right behind Flex. I do not like the cold here. I'm uh, like it's not even snow here yet, and I'm cold already. Listen, <laughs> listen. There's a thing or there's a thing or two that I learned in my career. She don't call people old. Um, so when Flex flies back no, to this no, area no, and whoops your no, ass, no, we're, I'm we're, filming it. We're uh, uh vintage. Ooh, <laughs> Flex, I will help pay for your flight. <laughs> I will help pay for your flight. The whoop his ass. I'm just. Yo, I'm yo. sorry, Pat. I cursed again, my lord. Yo, oh, hold on. For, this isn't <laughs> for a uh, a man of his stature. He is in phenomenal shape. Uh and we all and we all gotta say thank you to him for 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 serving our country too. When when oh, he did, 100%. you know, Absolutely. he he has contributed a lot to this business but we will find out more about him on december 2nd when we have uh flex wheeler here live via internet social media however you want to call it but uh you're old if you're old i must be ancient (laughs) yeah no no no. flex listen you're still a young guy young boy you can still outwork he can outwork me. He can listen, outwork me listen, right now. Geo can verify this. You can still probably outwork everybody that is on the Indies in Pennsylvania still to this day. Without doing anything. Without exact without 100%. <laughs> and no, Flex, listen. It, it's all you, man. It's all you. You you've done a lot, not just for the country, but for the business. And I'm stoked for the show. Even though I'm gonna be kind of sitting in the green room. I'm still going to be chiming in on the comments the entire time, but I'm excited. I'm excited because this is somebody that I, I, I love and I have nothing but respect for. So, Chio killed it with these two guests coming up. I've been killing it with my guests. We're on top of this. We're just we're getting, killing things. We're, 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 we're getting better and better. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said before, Dennis is focusing on more of uh the ones that are making their rounds now here and there like like ones that are standing out everywhere and me i'm focused on more of of the newer talent that are just starting out so we can get their uh some exposure to get them uh grown so one day they will be those guys that dennis has to rebook back on the show and i like to read and i and i'm reaching out to all the older vets who've been around who at the time coming up we never had the internet to do podcasts and stuff like that for them before. So we're trying to share their stories as well. So that way, you know, uh, some of the younger town can get a feel of the guys who came before them. Yep. So, um, was it? No, 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 no. effing flattery. Would get... <laughs> oh, I love this guy. So do uh, I. His comments are just keeping coming. I just keep laughing. All right. But everyone, we gotta go. We gotta, yeah, we gotta kill it this definitely. Uh, but yo, everyone, 
Uh, check out all of our Devereaux Sports uh, podcast teams out there, as well as our affiliates. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Go to bodyslamspodcast.com where you can watch all of our previous shows, our library on playlists that are, they're all up. They're all, everything's up to date. I'll tell you that right now. Like tonight, uh, this, after we go up there, this will be on the library for, uh, for the YouTube. Uh, you just have to give me a little bit and I'll put it on the audio stuff. And speaking of audio stuff, if you are in your car, at the gym, on the go, whatever it is, and you just want to listen to us, you can jump onto uh uh to any of those audio platforms such as Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh Apple iTunes, uh Stitcher, uh as well as uh, uh Spotify as well. All you got to do is like I said, Jump onto uh com, click on the listen section and pick whichever one you like to whichever platform you like to listen to and uh and uh have fun working out or whatever yeah. you're doing or or even if you're at the nine to five trying to get work done, you can listen, you know. So but uh uh once again uh we would like to thank our guest that was on earlier. Amber Rodriguez, we will be happy to have her back once again. Uh, for Thursday Night Slam, I'm Tio Frost. That's Dennis Reaper on the other side of the uh, world. And uh, we are out, people.